to election 2024 goes through Good Morning BT. Mr. Trump, welcome to Charlotte Radio. Good morning, Bob. Nikki Haley. You have a unique voice that you bring to the table. Good morning. It's great to be with both of you. The biggest names. Well, I appreciate you making some time for us here in Charlotte on WBT. Great city. The biggest year. Welcome to the District 8 North Carolina Republican Congressional Debate. Continuing coverage of all the campaigns. Jeff Jackson. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Congressman Dan Bishop. Good morning, Bo. Hi. Bo and Beth take you all the way to November. Talking to U.S. Senator Tim Scott here on Good Morning BT. Thank you, Bo and Beth. It's good to be with y'all. This is Good Morning BT. And the coverage continues now as we go to the WBT hotline and bring on one of the uh, highest profile South Carolina politicians who is stumping for Nikki Haley. And that would be South Carolina Congressman District 5 right over the state line here. Ralph Norman is back with us on the show. Good morning, Congressman. Good morning, Bo. Great to be with you. I appreciate you being here. Beth Troutman alongside. And uh, we've got lots to talk about. But let's start uh, Let's start with what I just mentioned, Nikki Haley. Uh, you know, we were talking about this uh, unusual Nevada caucus slash primary situation today and this week. Uh, but she's got her eyes focused on South Carolina. And it's uh, two weeks from Saturday. And uh, how do you uh, size up how things are, are going right now? Nikki's going to be fine in South Carolina. Obviously, she would like to win it. But she will is working night and day. I've never seen a candidate that uh, is, is doing what she's doing from early morning till late at night. Uh, and she is is as revved up and as excited as anybody I have ever seen. I'll be with her this weekend as she does the bus tours. And, you know, the, the fact that her donors are sticking with, with her in January alone, she raised right at uh, $16.5 million. 11 of that was small donors. So it's exciting, and giving the people a choice is a great thing. Now, you are a member of the the House Freedom Caucus. One of the the conversations, one of the talking points that's been happening surrounding Nikki Haley uh, within the media and then coming from Donald Trump's camp is that she is somehow a uh, a liberal politician or that she is somehow um, maybe more centrist. Talk to me about the fact that you are a Freedom Caucus member and you are throwing your support behind her. And you did it very early in the race. You came in, I think it was February of last year when you first endorsed her. Talk about what kind of politician she really is and how that conversation maybe might be uh, a miscommunication. Well, it's just wrong. I mean, I came with her, as you say, in in February of last year. Look, I, I came into the State House with Nikki Haley. Uh, and I didn't know her. She, I never crossed paths with her. She beat a 30-year incumbent. She took on the establishment with voting on the record. <clears throat> you wouldn't think that would be a controversial, you know, uh, thing, but it was. And you know, to to stop politicians from having unanimous unanimous consent and not being on the record with it and is is just wrong. So she took them on there. Everybody said she couldn't win that race. When she ran for governor, I was one of the few that was with her. She won twice. Now, she's a true conservative. Look, if you look at my record, I'm the most or one of the most conservative members of Congress. Uh, I know what she will do. She will put policies in place that will bring this country back. And, look, I strongly believe in competition. Competition is good for every one of those who are saying, get out of the race, you don't have it. No, let's play it out. Let's give people a choice and let the American people decide who they want 
uh, as president of the United States. And she's been through 13 starting in Jan in February of last year. 13 people are vying for the job, and uh, she is between she and President Trump now. And he has a he has a strong base. Uh, he had good policies. Nikki Haley will have conservative policies that will put this country back on track. Congressman Ralph Norman is joining us here on Good Morning BT. Let's switch uh, the, the conversation over to what's happening in Washington or surrounding the border bill here. And I know that uh, you're right in the thick of all of that. Uh, these negotiations, uh, we're watching what's happening in the Senate. But as far as the House, it seems like a, a DOA situation. Well, it should be, Bo. This is a, you know... Overall, this is a national uh, crisis when it comes to our security. Chris Weikert, who is from Charlotte, former FBI agent, great guy, uh, along with a lot of Border Patrol agents that you hear and see every day in the news media, sent a letter that outlined the risk this country is under. Uh, We've got over 500 known terrorists in this country. The fight is now in America. It's not overseas. And what we saw a had a, a, a showing of what happened in Israel with children being burned, pregnant women being shot in the face. Uh, that's what we're facing over here, and it's totally avoidable. What uh, this the, the blood is on the hands of the Biden administration for letting this happen. The whole reason for your listeners is power. I've been to the border. I've seen the the numbers they're assigned. I see your ta- our tax dollars being used to fly all over this country, in North Carolina and South Carolina on the top top of the list. And this this bill, so-called bill, should never see the light of day. You know, 1.4 billion for FEMA grants to build houses for them. Uh, you know, 350 million for detention beds, for, for illegals. I mean, we're getting a front-row seat to the problems that we're facing. New York is already facing them. Uh, policemen are getting beat up, and, you know, that's here now. So it's hopefully it doesn't come, doesn't see the light of day, and, uh, and I, we have a pledge from Speaker Johnson that it won't. So hopefully it will not even have to debate it. So I know that this bill originated with um, a conservative senator, James Lankford, out of Oklahoma, and it was uh, the idea was to come up with a solution to try to deal with the uh, the border issue and do it in a way that Democrats could also get behind, which I guess is the nature of Washington, right? You have to figure out you have Republicans and Democrats. There has to be some level of compromise. And since this bill um, more than likely is DOA in the House, like you just said, uh, because of Speaker Johnson, what's the the solution? What solution do you propose in the House? What is it that you will put forward to find a way to deal with this? Because as of right now, they're saying that President Biden is looking at executive action, which, you know, that's a whole different way of approaching the border issue without the input of Congress. Well, the law's on the books now. And if you remember, when he took office, he took away the remaining Mexico policy. He stopped building the wall that get this, has been paid for. The steel is on the ground. Now, he's, he's not going to enforce it. The, the only reason this bill came up was he wanted some talking points to say that he tried to, to shut the border down and the Republicans blocked it. There is no compromise on this. Look, 5,000, I mean, if you read, the, the, the devil is in the details. 5,000 uh, illegals per day, that means 1.8 million on top of the 12 million that we've already got here that we know of. Um, you know, $2.3 billion for legal assistance for illegals. Uh, and the list goes on and on. But, no, there is no compromise here. The only way to solve this 
is get this madman out of office, vote him out. And if we don't do that, this country cannot survive the way we're going. And it's not just the illegal aliens. He's bankrupt in this country. The money that uh, that he is spending on woke programs, the Green New Deal, uh, giveaways, building border walls in other countries makes no sense. But as far as this bill goes, there's nothing good about it. And this is just a cover uh, for trying to convince American people he's trying. Well, he used executive orders when he first got elected, and he doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't want to have a secure board. He wants power. He wants to register to vote. That's the only reason that he is doing this. Congressman Ralph Norman, South Carolina. We got to stop it there. We appreciate your time as always, sir. My pleasure. Thank you. You too. Uh, have a good day. We'll be back on the other side with a real life Carolina Panther. Ooh. About that. One of our favorite Carolina Panthers. It's becoming tradition. J.J. Jansen, ahead of Super Bowl of the Super Bowl this weekend, is going to come sit down with us and talk uh, cool. the big game, but also, uh, obviously, Panthers coaching changes. He's a big part of that and in the middle of it, so stay tuned.